You're listening to Devotions with Pastor Daniel Williams, taken from the Redemption Church YouTube channel. Well, hey everyone, in today's live video, I want to share with you how to have a restful Sabbath. And I want to give you a framework, an example of what I actually do on my Sabbath day to help you. If I've not met you, my name is Pastor Daniel Williams, and uh, I actually lead and shepherd at Redemption Church in Delray Beach. And our mission is to pursue and to proclaim Jesus. And so I like to get on YouTube and make this a podcast where I can give some live devotionals, biblical content to proclaim Jesus to you, to reorient your heart, to share God's word with you. And I do this about once or twice a week uh, live on YouTube. We disseminate, uh, put it out on Spotify and podcasts, Apple Tunes, wherever you listen to your podcast. And so make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, hit the bell so you'll get notified as I do this once or twice a week. It's when I have time. And today I wanted to pour into you as we as a church are learning about what Sabbath rest is. And so as we started and studied through Exodus chapter 16 as a church, we looked at this concept of the Sabbath and how God provided for his people from bread from heaven. They called it manna. And then we looked at last week how God gave his people this thing called a holy Sabbath, a a day of rest. Now, both of these illustrations, pictures, and concepts, manna and the Sabbath, they really point us to Jesus and how he satisfies, how God uh, provides for us and God gives us provision to find rest in him, to be satisfied, to be saved in him. And I think that if we're going to practice the Sabbath today, we need to seek Jesus during our Sabbath rest to find true rest, right? Uh, It does take some work though. And that's what I want to talk to you about in this video. It takes work to focus on Jesus. And what I want to do is sort of for you to understand what the Sabbath is and what it isn't. And it's not just another day off. It's an opportunity to worship Jesus, to spend time with God and to reorient your heart so you find true rest. Uh, This is a different mindset than just having a day off uh, and can even take some effort or work. Now, where I get this principle or idea from is found in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 11. Uh, The writer of Hebrews says this, let us therefore strive to enter that rest so that no one may fall by the same sort of disobedience. Now, the writer of Hebrews just said in the verse before that there still remains a Sabbath rest for the people of God. There there remains, God wants to give us as Christians, believers, good news uh, that there is rest in him, but we must strive to enter into it. We must make a decision. Now, what does that mean? It means we need to work to worship, to find true rest in Jesus, to reorient our heart and to look to him. And he gives us this thing called the Sabbath to find true rest and to find rest not only for our bodies, but our souls. Now, if you take, uh, your normal day off, an extra nap, binge watching TV, um, just doing your own thing. There's nothing wrong with that, but it's not going to find true rest for your soul. You need to be filled with the spirit of God. And those things aren't necessarily bad. They can give you physical rest, but we know that we're more than physical beings. We need spiritual rest as well. Well, our body is physical and spiritual. We need rest for our souls, for everything that we have. So this should be no surprise that it actually takes some effort Uh, on our part to trust God and to go to him, to spend time with him. Uh, Because Exodus 18, God gave them the Sabbath as a test to allow them to worship. And by us putting forth effort, making a decision to reorient our lives, to focus on Jesus one day a week during the Sabbath, it allows us to worship. 
Now, what's interesting is I found out this through a lady in our church this week. Uh, she's a Jewish lady, and um, she told me that the Hebrew word for work and worship are the same thing, meaning it takes work to worship sometimes, effort, faith. Have you found that to be true? And this is much different than just taking a day off to go into a seventh day rhythm to say, I'm going to spend extra time putting some more, some extra effort planning to worship God. Now, don't let that scare you effort. Actually let that motivate you because the Bible says when you put forth effort and faith or work, God will actually reward you for worshiping him in this way. So we must strive, Hebrew says, to enter into his rest and actually go to him because you and I, we have weary eyes. We, we look this way, we look that way. We do a lot of different things that can find, we can find hope and try to cope in this world, but God wants us to go to him. And that takes our hearts to put faith and trust, to look to him. And one of the best ways we can do this is to prepare for our Sabbath. Prepare for your Sabbath, just like the Israelites prepared for theirs. They gathered double the manna on the sixth day. Now, oftentimes I have to do some practical planning and prep to really have a true good Sabbath rest and a restful Sabbath day. I have to do my errands during the week. I don't just take a day off and stack up my chores and on the Sabbath, well, I'm just going to do all this different stuff that doesn't bring me energy and all this different. No, I need to stop my work. And so Sabbath literally means to stop or it means to delight, to rest, to worship, contemplate. And so we need to prep. I let people know that Mondays are my Sabbath day off. And so I don't usually answer my phone. I, want, I don't want them to be offended or Mondays for a lot of people is the beginning of their work week and they do a lot of email and I just don't check email uh, on my Sabbath. I don't work. I have to stop. So I let people know I have to prepare. I have to do uh, certain things, make plans to fill my cup on my Sabbath day. And so what I found helpful is not only do I prepare physically, but mentally a mindset of not just uh, coming up for the Sabbath, um, but what do I do on my Sabbath? How, how can I prepare and plan for my Sabbath day? And I love Pete Scazzaro's definition or framework uh, to that I've mentally adapted really as a tool of like what a Sabbath day is and what I can do on my Sabbath. Uh, he says Sabbath is a 24 hour block of time in which we stop work. We enjoy rest. We practice delight and we contemplate God. And so here's a good framework that I've adopted and practiced for my Sabbath that I think can help you to strive or to enter into rest and have a great Sabbath day. And then I'll break it down to mean what that actually means for me, give you some examples. But you need to stop work. You need to take extra time to rest. You need to delight in the grace of God and the gifts that he's given you. And then you need to worship him, contemplate him, give forth effort to him. And I use this framework to enter into a rest every seven days. And it's been so fruitful, so beneficial for my life. For me, it's a Monday. For most people, it's probably going to be on a Sunday or maybe even a Friday to Saturday night or whatever it may be. But let me give you some examples of my Sabbath using this framework and allow, uh, show you an example to help you have a, a more restful Sabbath day. One you got to stop working. That's what Sabbath literally means. Stop. Don't do it. For me, this is very hard because I don't just have a job. I have a calling. I'm a pastor. So it takes a lot of discipline because really I love what I do. I love speaking about Jesus. I love teaching the Bible. I love being with people, counseling people, uh, sending out texts, praying for people, reading books on pastoring. I mean, um, 
I just love it. It's great. And it's most of my life. It's not a eight to nine or a, you know, eight to five thing or a nine to six thing. It's a lot of my life. And, and I just integrate ministry into my life as a lifestyle. So I actually have to do some different things to stop work. As a pastor, I love shepherding and being around people. But on my Sabbath, I usually am not around people in the church. Uh, because I don't want to talk about ministry and other stuff and problems and all those different things. In fact, when I'm with my wife on the Sabbath, uh, sometimes she'll ask me questions about the church and I'll have to, we'll have to specifically remind ourselves, nope, let's not talk about ministry or this work area today. Let's talk about that tomorrow because I have to mentally stop working mentally. It's very hard for me to stop thinking about work. So I have to guard myself about that. What about you? Because the idea is what is your work? And how can you stop that on the Sabbath? You know, I don't check uh, email. I don't usually have my phone on the Sabbath. Uh, These are triggers or things that uh, if I get into it without thinking, I'll start working or do whatever. You have to define what your work is and then you need to stop doing that on your Sabbath day. Give God some holy time. So Sabbath in my framework is first off, what is my work? Now I'm going to stop. That's a helpful thing. Then I got to enter into rest. Yes, Our bodies need rest. And so what I try to do on my Sabbath day is replenish my body. Uh, I sleep in. Praise God for my wife. Usually she'll take the kids on Monday morning. I'll be able to sleep in. Or if I take them, um, I'll take a nap that afternoon and we'll uh, get extra sleep and take naps or go to bed early or whatever it may be. I also want to engage in restful activities. Um, for me, I sit down in the office a lot. And so I actually work out longer on my Sabbath, uh, because it brings me more energy. It gives me clarity and yes, it may be hard, but I enjoy it. It's fruit. And it's not something I usually do as part of my work. It gives me rest. It fills my cup. So a question you have to ask yourself is what gives you rest? Maybe taking a nap is terrible for you, but going on a 10 mile jog uh, would be an amazing benefit for you. Maybe you don't like cooking. And so on your Sabbath, because it's work and, and you need to have some rest because you do it every single day as a stay at home mom or whatever it may be, you order out every Sabbath. Or maybe you love cooking and during the week you're so busy, you always eat out and you never get to do that. So you get to be able to make your homemade family recipe and your sauce and really marinate and just enjoy slowly cooking and not being in a rush. See, we need to understand we all rest differently and in different ways, but what does that look like for you? And so I tend to, for me, watch a lot of different messages mentally that gives me rest. I sometimes could even read a whole book on my Sabbath day about shepherding, about pastoring, about Jesus, and just seeking him. Like uh, this last Sabbath, I read a whole book on YouTube secrets and I just found it interesting. And it was just wanting to learn and grow. And it was just totally different than my work stuff. And I was just like, let me just dive into this. And it was a really fun activity. And it gave my mind a mental break from all the Bible studies I'm preparing. So what is rest for you? So you want to stop rest. You want to stop You want to work, you want to start to rest, and then you want to delight in God's grace. Now, God's grace is constant, but often we don't appreciate it because we don't focus on it. And God has given us a holy day to focus. Say, hey, you know, give me time. What is the grace um, that I've given you? Well, on the Sabbath, we are to delight in it. We have extra time. Uh, What grace has God given you? What things do you uh, take for granted? Maybe you don't have time during the week. I know for me, Uh, My family is one of the greatest gifts that God has given me, my wife, my kids. And so during the Sabbath, I want to spend time with them. 
Um, Monday dates are amazing. Bring the kid, the kids go to the school and then my wife and I are going a lot of like breakfast dates or afternoon walks or, um, lunch dates, those type of things. Um, I delight in God's grace. And for you, that also can mean community, friends, making dinner plans, uh, going and seeing movies. Like what fills your cup? What is a grace that God has given us? You know, for us, we live in Delray Beach and there's beautiful beaches. Now, my wife, she does not like the beach so much, but I love the beach. So Monday mornings, instead of sleeping in, sometimes I'll take the kids to work, let her sleep in, and then I'll go to the beach and just read for an hour or two. Um, She loves my wife, Laura. She loves watching movies. Movies, uh, being in the arts and entertainment and those type of things. And so, um, you know, so sometimes we'll go and, and hit up a movie and maybe just sleep in and not do our hair and just relax. Um, I'm a big planner. So sometimes just having no plans on my Sabbath day is really refreshing. And it's a grace that I don't have to be, uh, have all these activities. Uh, I could be bored, but other times I like filling up my calendar because I am a planner and I love doing a lot of activities. I think for me, food is a great grace from God. Having a great meal just does something to my soul. So I love being able to do that on my Sabbath day. Uh, One thing I often do that maybe is unusual, and this hopefully can be an example of how we're all different. On my Sabbath day, I usually mow my lawn. Now, I know that seems really weird, and it's probably a lot of work, especially for like a guy named Ronnie at our church, who is a landscaper and does uh, a lot of different things for um, his job outdoors. Uh, but me as a pastor, sometimes I put in so much work and um, planting seeds, sowing the gospel, and there's not a rewards immediately. I sit in a desk, I have a window right here, and I just long sometimes to be outside. Well, on Sabbath, on Mondays, I got extra time. I'll just throw on my headphones. I'll be out in the sun. I'll be able to actually accomplish something. I go out there. I mow the lawn. I could pray. I could listen to another podcast. I could just be in the the silence. And it's a delight for me. It fills my cup. I I love being able to work with my hands. I'm not very good handyman um, or car man or any other type of thing. But I know how to mow my lawn and my wife loves it and I get to serve her and it's just a great thing. So what is your thing. How do you delight in God's grace? My weekly work isn't, um, my weekly work isn't just a drag. I want to look at all the, or uh, just a delight. I want to look at all the other things that God has given me, whether it be creation, whether it be family. Um, you know, there's nothing wrong with being on your computer or your phone on your Sabbath. For me, those tend to not fill my cup, drain my time. And I need a, a sort of a detox or a break weekly from those things. And so I try to stay away from it. Um, And so it's important to understand. Lastly, I would say in this framework, we need to worship. So we have to stop work. What is your work? How do you stop that? You have to uh, get some rest. What does it mean? Working out more? Does it mean sleeping in? Does it mean taking a nap? Like what is restful to you and not work? And then um, what fills your cup? Spending time with family, having a good meal, going on a walk, like little things. Take the time that maybe you didn't have during the week to do those things that fill your cup. And then finally, and this side probably more, more most importantly, we got to worship God. I mean, he's given us this day to spend time with him. I want to spend time with him. What does it look like for you to spend time and worship your God, Jesus? This is an important aspect of the Sabbath because without it, it's just really gets focused. I've seen on yourself. 
well, it's all about me and all this different stuff. This is why for centuries, Christians have chosen the seventh day or the Sabbath rest to be on a Saturday, to be on a Saturday, to gather in community and to worship Jesus, to sing praises to him, to be under authority of his word, to have fellowship. And it's good and important to have this rhythm in your life. And you grow as you practice a holy rhythm of Sabbath rest, worshiping God. And this is why for me, I watch a lot of messages. I go on prayer walks. Um, I actually go and, and sometimes silence and solitude or read more books on the Sabbath because I need to worship God as a pastor as well. And I need to be in community. Listen, on the Sabbath, I'm a still Christian. I found so many people, if you don't worship God, you just try to fill your cup and be it all about you. On the Sabbath, I'll try to do more dishes. I'll try to help my wife. I'll serve. I'm still a Christian. Uh, so I serve on a board and they meet on Monday nights. And usually I don't work, but because it's a personal thing, I want, I believe in the vision and the mission of a school and my kids are interested in that. It's a way I can serve. I know that part of worshiping God is sacrificing and I serve. So if you serve on a Sunday, uh, if you are part of a community, don't feel, Oh, I need to stop working. No, it is a, there is an aspect of work or worshiping God that takes a sacrifice or a benefit. And so if you're a greeter church and you got to get there earlier, set up and tear down, those are good things and practices to do on your Sabbath to reorient and center your life on other people and serving God, because we don't want to forget the purpose of a Sabbath isn't just self-seeking. It's giving up ourselves and purposely worshiping God, reorienting our hearts to him. And so I think it's good to serve at your church on a Sabbath. It's good to gather. It's good to be under his word, read more scripture, journal, practice other spiritual disciplines. And so how do we worship? How do you worship? Maybe you throw on extra worship music, or maybe you have to play, you play an instrument and you um, write songs or whatever it may be. How can you worship God on the Sabbath? And so that's sort of the framework where I'm going from. And mentally that helps me not only to prepare during the week, but when I get to the Sabbath to be like, okay, these are the frameworks of what I can do. I need to stop work. I need to get some extra rest. Uh, just mo- mostly a lot of times, not even just physically, but just mentally uh, having my mind stop to think about not about the church and work and different things and people's burdens and cares. I need to mentally just sort of um, focus my attention on something else to get rest. I need to delight in God's grace. I need to j- just laugh, have fun, hold my wife's hand, go on dates, have a great meal. I need to worship Jesus. And so this is a good Sabbath, a good framework for me. Uh, Listen, I'm not legalistic about it because we know that the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. And Jesus is our true Sabbath rest. And so we go to him. But this framework has helped me and I hope it has helped you. If you want to learn more about the Sabbath, go to our YouTube page. Listen to the message I just taught on Exodus chapter 16. If you haven't, I hope it blesses you. It's called a Sabbath rest from Exodus 16. And I go in a 50 minute message to just explain how Jesus really is our true Sabbath and we should enter into his rest. And so God bless you guys. We'll catch you on another video.